1: You're right, it's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
0: Now your clothes wash whiter than ever before with new white Oxidol. It gives you the whitest wash in Oxidol history. Yes, now Oxidol is the whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. Just try it, just once. That's all it takes to wash your clothes whiter than you ever believed possible. Yes, the first week you use new white Oxidol, you'll put away sheets and towels and shirts that are astonishingly whiter. So white, you're sure to say.
1: You're right. It's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
0: Yes, you're right. With new white Oxidol, it actually gives you the cleanest wash it's possible to get from any soap in the world. Why, even if it rains pitchforks on wash day and you have to dry your wash inside, you'll still get the whitest Oxidol wash you've ever had. And that whiteness will stay in your wash for the life of your clothes, as long as you use new white Oxidol. New Oxidol is truly safe for washable colors, too. You'll see your youngster's blue jeans all your colored clothes come out so bright they fairly sparkle. So try new white Oxidol next wash day. Your dealer has it now. It's the greatest Oxidol Procter & Gamble ever offered. The whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. And now, for Ma Perkins. Well, a few days ago... Joseph was up in the clouds, walking on air. Yes, he'd had a date with Anne Morrison. She'd permitted him to kiss her, even returned his embrace, and life was good and wonderful. Ah, but now that's all changed. For some reason that Joseph can't understand, he hasn't even been able to reach Miss Morrison by phone since their date. People have so teased and kidded him that finally last night he lost his temper. Now, Constable Jim Tookie is threatening to arrest him for disturbing the peace. Well, it's about 8.30 a.m. now, and over in Ann Morrison's suite in the Rushville Center House,
2: well, listen. Hello? Hello, is this the Perkins Lumber... Oh, oh, Mr. Fitz, good morning. How are you this morning? Yes, yes, it seems to be a very pleasant day out. Uh, Mr. Fitz, is there. there. Uh, I phoned her house. Faye said, though, she'd left already. Do you have any idea where I might reach you? Uh, all right, I'll wait.
3: More coffee, darling?
2: Yes, just a sip, Ann, if there's enough left. Oh, yes, loads. Uh, hello? Yes? Well, where can I find him, Mr. Fitz? The constable's office? Jim Tookie? Uh, where do I find him?
3: He's over in the town hall, Alfred.
2: Well, thanks a lot, Mr. Fitz. I'll drop over there. I'm very anxious to talk to Ma. Uh, thanks a lot. Goodbye. Well... I'd better get over there, Ann.
3: What did he say?
2: Oh, nothing. Just that Ma's gone over to the constable's office.
3: Do you suppose it's about last night?
2: I'd assume so. From what I saw over at the restaurant when I dropped in there last midnight, I'd be very much surprised if the law hadn't stepped in. Our young friend Joseph really ran hog wild.
3: Oh, let's face it. I'm just no good, darling.
2: Mm, well?
3: Well, you needn't agree with me so
2: I'm not agreeing with you. I don't think it's a matter of goodness at all. I just don't think you're very, uh... Mm, Smart, and the men you select for your little amours.
3: That's right. Go ahead, lord it over me. Say I told you so. Mm,
2: No, no. No, there'll be none of that, I promise you.
3: Oh, Oh, you're sweet, darling. You're much too good and sweet for the likes of me. Of course, you know, the crazy thing is I like Joseph.
2: Yes, I I know you do.
3: He's very... Wait a minute, what did you mean, Alfred? Why did you say it that way? Yes, I know you do. All right, come on now, Svengali. What are you smiling about? What's so funny about my liking Joseph? He's young and charming.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Young.
3: Now, what do you mean by that? Don't be nasty, darling. I'm not so ancient that I've got to go preying on small boys. Well, Joseph's not that young. (laughs)
2: look, I'd better run over to the constable's office and see what I can do to help Joseph out of this scrape. Ma's probably worried sick.
3: Oh, no, you don't. Not till you've explained yourself. Now, why are you smiling? What's so funny?
2: It's nothing at all funny, Anne.
3: Now, wait a minute, Alfred. You can't do this to me. I don't recall saying anything so very amusing. It's just that I happen to like Joseph. I've liked a lot of people. Darling, I told you the other night he appeals to the maternal in me.
2: Yes, in addition to appealing to your maternal instincts, Joseph has also struck a responsive chord in your conscience.
3: Oh, now, really, Alfred?
2: Yes, despite all your efforts through the years to conceal the fact. To your intense amazement, you've discovered that you and Morrison do have a conscience.
3: Oh, aren't you silly?
2: In Joseph, you've seen all the other young men with whom you've had, uh, well, shall we say, flirtations. And I think you're a little ashamed of them all.
3: That's the silliest thing I've ever heard.
2: No, it's not at all silly. Personally, I think it's rather wonderful. Of course, on the other hand...
3: On the other hand, what?
2: Well, I... I think I may be a little jealous...
3: Jealous? Alfred, are you serious? Jealous of Joseph?
2: Oh, not jealous of Joseph specifically. Jealous of what he's been able to do for you.
3: Oh, you mean arouse my conscience?
2: We've taken each other so for granted through the years, Anne. Our our whole relationship... Well, we've just assumed that being intelligent people, we could, if the need ever arose, discover precisely what makes us tick. Having finally discovered through someone else that you do have that small inner spark within you, you... You've just that much less need for me.
3: Darling. Oh, Alfred, darling.
2: Well, it's not too serious. Don't worry about it. I'd better get on over to the constable's office. I want to see Ma before she leaves there.
3: Alfred, before you go, don't be jealous, darling. I adore you. And if there is a spark, you kindled it. No one else, sweet.
2: Hmm. Uh, You'd better answer the phone, dear.
3: Oh, all right. All right. Oh, Alfred, what if it's Joseph calling? Oh. I, I don't see how I can go on dodging
2: him. No, 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 of course not. Dear. You'd better talk to him.
3: Hello? Oh. Oh, just a moment. Darling, it's for you.
2: Oh, well, the desk downstairs knew I was in here having breakfast with you.
3: Oh, just a moment, please.
2: No, ah, thanks, dear. Hello? Yes, this is Mr. Sinclair. Who? Oh, Mayor Ross. Yes, put him on, please. Uh, it's his honor, the mayor. Uh, ah, well, good morning, Mr. Mayor. Yeah. I, I, I beg your pardon? Why, why, yes, if you'd like me to. Uh, when? Oh, well, I'm going over to the constable's office now. Uh, let me see. Uh, how would, uh, oh, 10 or 15 minutes from now be? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, fine, Mayor Ross. I'll see you then. Goodbye. Well, I'd better get a move on now.
3: What about me, Alfred? I'd like to go out and get some more pictures around town today.
2: Oh, yes, of course. Well, obviously, you can't stay cooped up here in the hotel. But if you run into Joseph...
3: Yes, I know. Don't lead him on. I won't, darling, I promise.
2: Good. I'll see you later, dear. And if anyone should want me, I'll be at the constable's office first. And then with his honor, the mayor. And now, a few minutes later... Over at Constable
0: Jim Tookie's office in the basement of Town Hall, we find him with Ma.
4: I'm sorry, Ma. There's just nothing I can do about it. You know, it ain't an everyday affair in Rushville Center, a young fella losing his head, all and often socking a man. Not one, but two of them. There was Peter Skillett, then that young fella visiting the Pendletons from Chicago, not to mention the damages. That glass showcase Joe was responsible for. Ma, you tell Joe he's got to come in and give himself up. I was looking for him the first thing this morning.
5: He had to go to work, Jim, on his milk work.
4: Well, tell him I got no choice. He either comes in gives himself up, or I got to go arrest him for disturbing the peace.
5: Oh, Jim, I'm not saying that what Joe done was right. But you can take my word he suffered already more than the law could make him suffer, just in his conscience. Joseph is a good boy, Jim, you know that.
4: I know. I, I like Joe fine, ma, large brother and all.
5: Well, it, it ain't as if there's been lasting harm done. I talked to Mrs. Skillet, also to Dr. Stevens. Both said that Peter was getting on fine and it'd be all right, just a matter of a couple of weeks. Oh, any damages, we'll gladly pay. It, it's just that... Oh, Jim, I'm thinking of Joseph. I don't want him to be made to suffer no more than he has already. I'll I'll gladly do anything.
4: (sighs) Ma, it's no use. It ain't up to me. I got orders.
5: From who, Constable?
4: Well, I ain't at liberty to say. I just got them, that's all. Oh, well, Mr. Sinclair, good morning to you. Good morning, Constable.
2: Well, nice to see you. Have a chair. No, thank you. I just dropped by to call for Ma here. Good morning, Ma.
5: Good morning, Mr. Sinclair. You you come back to call for me?
2: Mm-hmm. I phoned the lumber yard. Your son-in-law told me you were here. Uh, how uh, how is Joseph this morning? Oh
5: well, uh, Mr. Sinclair, he's all right. Thank you. I.
2: It's all right, Ma. I know all about it. Hey, Constable, you're not pressing charges against Joseph, are you, for last night's incident?
4: Well, Mr. Sinclair, I was just saying to Ma, it ain't my do it. I like Joe fine, but uh, when a young fellow runs wild and starts hitting people. Now, just a minute,
2: Constable. I asked you, are you going to press charges against Joseph for last night? Well, I don't want to, but I've got my orders. Uh-huh. Come on, Ma.
5: Where, Mr. Sinclair?
2: I have an appointment with Mayor Ross in a few moments. You're coming with me. We're going to take this up with him.
1: You're right. It's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
2: When you see that
0: new Oxidol white in your wash, you'll realize your clothes are whiter than ever before. New white Oxidol is the whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. The whitest wash in Oxidol history. Just notice how white this new Oxidol is. But better still, notice how white it washes your clothes. You're sure to say...
1: You're right, it's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
0: Yes, you're right, it's white. The whitest Oxidol wash you've ever seen. The cleanest wash it's possible to get from any soap in the world, even when you dry your clothes inside that dazzling new whiteness is there. And it stays in your wash for the life of your clothes, just as long as you use new white Oxidol. And it's truly safe for washable colors, too. In fact, they come out even brighter. So get new white Oxidol today. It's the greatest Oxidol Procter & Gamble ever offered. The whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. Well, Mayor Ross must have had something urgent in mind when he called and asked Alfred Sinclair to come right over. But he didn't expect the famous writer to bring Ma with him. It ought to be kind of interesting when the two of them show up at his honors office together tomorrow. But now this is Charlie Warren speaking for Ma Perkins with Virginia Payne, inviting you to listen again tomorrow to Oxidol's own Ma Perkins. Same time, same station.